2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble
1: responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living assisted living and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events chef prepared meals safety and security transportation resort style amenities and high quality care everything you need is here discover more at BrightViewSeniorLiving.com. equal housing opportunity you're ready for a comeback and with purdue global you can do more than take classes you can take charge Available
0: right now. Via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. And it's a new day the microwave because consciousness is expanding this is when you guys are supposed to cheer please clap
2: are you serious
0: well who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to jack armstrong and joe getty well uh,
2: jack armstrong and joe getty who host the popular
0: uh, radio talk show ask the same question of their listeners and here's their
2: response can't hate on nobody having fun that gives
1: you america itself
2: this is ed mcmahon and now he is Armstrong and Getty.
1: I had
0: an idea, but I depressed myself. Wow, you don't want to do that, no? no especially Live at this hour. Live from Studio C. Hey, Daniel. Hey, dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and we're halfway through the week already. That's the way your short weeks work. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I just don't know. I just, um. You know, I was going to throw out new 2020 debate rules, and then I thought, what is wrong with you? Wow. (laughs) What is wrong with you? No kidding. Oh, my God. Wake me when it's begun. Take a look at yourself in the mirror. I think we're a rudderless ship this morning. I just, nothing leaves to mind. I mean, uh, crazy weather in the, the middle of America, certainly a nominee. But, uh,. In terms of the news, mm. yeah. no leaders. It's Lord of the Flies. Lord <laughs> no, of the fly.
3: where's the conch shell?
0: <laughs> wrong. It's exactly wrong. <laughs> no, it's good. Let's go about our lives, run our lives. You know, live, love, shake hands with your buddies, your neighbors, hug your friends, go to your job, hang out at your local grocery. Just live your life. Now, we do have plenty of news stories to talk about, but none of it really rises the level of general managership. Yeah, they're having the worst rain in some places in the country that they've ever had. But um, in a lot of particular places, it's the worst rain since 1993, which I know because I was reminded the other day by a former acquaintance of mine that they're having the worst rain in Kansas they've had since 1993. That is the year that I got her Camaro stuck in a parking lot, stranded in a parking lot. Oh boy. At a Motel Six due to the floods of nineteen ninety three. The last time they had really, really bad floods. Wow. And it was one eye opening experience to me as places became flooded that you just couldn't have imagined being underwater. Right. It just likewise not, today. Just yeah. not possible. You're nowhere near water, you're high ground. It's just like it's not even on the radar mm-hmm. that this plot of land could be underwater. And then it was underwater. I saw a little featurette on Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is done uh, just absolutely like other cities look to Tulsa for how to plan for flooding. I mean, they've got uh, flood plains and parks that are designed as watersheds or whatever the expression is. Floodplains, I guess. Um, and, and all the buildings have to be elevated and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's just absolutely exemplary flood planning. And they're flooded. Yeah. Just it's too much water. and And, and more to come. I got my girlfriend's Camaro stranded by uh, staying at a Motel I'm 6. I'm sorry, if that's not the opening line to a Bruce Springsteen song, <laughs> nothing is. And she wasn't with me. I don't I don't remember what was going on. I had her car. But mm. I was at the Motel 6, and it ended up flooding overnight. And when I looked out the next day, her car was not in the water, but uh, the rest of the parking lot and everything around it was like a lake. It was, like, it was beautiful. It was like I had gotten a room next to the ocean or something. Right. Because you looked out, and there was nothing but water. And they were ferrying people with jet skis from the hotel, like, up to the interstate where there was high ground. Oh. They'd come and get you on a jet ski and drive you over there. Did you mention wow. all that in your Yelp review?
3: <laughs> Unexpected lake, free jet right. ski rides. Right.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, let's, uh, th- and what were you supposed to do once you got to the interstate? Wait for somebody to pick you up or just walk? I don't know. Not be stranded at the Motel 6, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, my problem, my problem was me being there wasn't the issue so yeah. much as her Camaro Sure. That you was very proud of uh, being (laughs) being stuck there and the water still rising and am i going to destroy her car yeah yeah it sounds like a fantastic camaro commercial though (laughs) there it is in a lake an endless lake and just the camaro in the middle the (sighs) 1993 camaro um let's introduce everybody in the squad We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: Pretty good. As listeners know, I normally take off my tire chains on my car on July 1st. I drive around all year long with them on. Because you're a cautious man. But because the weather is so uncertain this year, I'm Mm -hmm. extending that to July 15th. It's a rare (laughs) move. (laughs) <laughs> but I think it's necessary
0: this year. Wow. It's got to be a little noisy as you drive around. It is. It is. And sometimes <laughs> there are a few sparks. And as precaution. the grass gets dry, i got to be careful. And it's hard on the road. Um, uh, we've had tornadoes in this country, somewhere in this country, every day for eight days in a row, which I think is some sort of record. Yeah, astounding. Part of the changing climate. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
3: Doing very well. <laughs> the uh, the Scripps Spelling B is currently going on this week. I, uh, it's it's much like the NBA Finals. I don't know exactly when it winds up. It seems to go on for a long time. Shark
0: is your word. Shark. Could you use that in a sentence, please? Uh, it jumped the shark. Mm. Shark. Yeah. I think that's what's happened. With I don't the know about read. you. I still enjoy emotionally abusing little <laughs> Indian children. Like you, don't you?
3: I do have uh, in front of me the list of, uh, according to, I don't know, whatever website this is from, the hardest to spell words in the English language. I will be presenting those to you fellows later to see how you can do. But uh, as I normally say, at the end of this thing, I hope all these contestants can spell the word friend.
0: (laughs) Oh, ouch. See, that was a little too hurtful. Well, Well, it's sincere. Mine was sarcastic but light. Yours was just to the bone. Well, and sincere. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you. I hope... I was listening to somebody defending the spelling bee, who's with the spelling bee, to an interviewer who was questioning, should these kids be, shouldn't they get out and play more or anything like that? Right. No, this is an opportunity to dedicate yourself to something. There's no justifying Uh, 15 hours a day of learning to spell words you don't need to know how to spell. No, there are other choices. You want to teach a kid how to be dedicated, sacrifice, uh, hard work, you know, stick-to-itiveness, the rest of it. How about you pick something that's not near useless, especially in the Internet age? I mean, pre-Internet, it was wildly excessive. If it's not completely useless, I'd like to hear what you're... uh, (laughs) it's It's very nearly completely useless. It would take me a while to come up with a better example. Yep. And geez, even if my kid played the piano that much, something that's cool—you could not only you could make a living, but a lifetime of enjoyment. Um, uh, you know, whatever. I would that that much time. I always recommend the documentary uh, *Spellbound*. Spellbound, yes. Um, to yep. get an idea what these kids' lives are like. But if my kid was doing something that worthwhile, that I felt worthwhile, I think yeah, let's cut it back a little bit. And I'm going to put a limit on it: eight right. hours a day for practicing the piano mm. during the summertime. Right? You can't practice the piano for 15 hours a day to the exclusion of everything. Yeah, right. it just doesn't seem like a good idea. It just seems a little alapicoide, doesn't it, Michael? <laughs> Do we have that clip?
3: Friend, F R E N D. Correct.
0: <laughs> there is Marshall. Do Philippe we too. still have our allopicoid clip? Come on, Mike. What, what's exactly? What does your paycheck go for? I mean, just showing up? Or can I get a? Can I get an origin out. of the word alapicoide? <laughs> I heard it in a spelling bee. A <laughs> Oh, my God. That's a kid who passed out oh, during geez. the spelling bee. I think they should, every word if they ask for a sentence should be, the only place you'll hear a lopicoid is in a spelling bee. Right.
3: <laughs> I need you to spell the word a <laughs>
0: That would be a great law protest that kids could do. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That's oh when God. someone passed out. Yes, that was terrible. I hear that. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I am doing very well, and gentlemen, I have a trio of celebrity birthdays today, and today your challenge will be to pick the one you think has the most as far as net worth goes. Okay. All right, coming out of the box, we got singer-songwriter Melissa Etheridge turning 58. Then that's followed by Noel Gallagher. He's the guitarist for the group Oasis, don't you know? He is 52. And basketball star Carmelo Anthony turns 35. Mm, boy, an NBA star. Yeah. Now, out of the three, which do you think Melissa is... Etheridge has had a lot of hits that she wrote. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. She could have a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go? Joe? Uh, did you give us two or three? I was I reading gave you something. Th- I gave you three. Melissa Etheridge, okay. Noel Gallagher, and Carmelo Anthony. Oh, it's gotta be oh man. I'm gonna no go Gall- Morse Etheridge just because I want it to be true okay. and not Carmelo Anthony. Well, okay. Jack, you're you're not familiar with the fact that actually you were, come to think of it. Oasis was the biggest band in the world for quite a while. Uh mm, I'm I, hoping legal troubles hurt them.
3: Uh, <laughs> I feel like he wasted millions into like yeah. some sort of petty brother squabble, right? Yeah. Like yeah. bought the property yeah. around his brother's house and just let it go to ruins. I gotta go with the basketball guy. Mm. Okay. Carmelo. Okay. Yes.
0: Positive Sean, you want uh, yeah, to guess? Yeah, that'd be my
3: guess, Carmelo. Yes. All
0: right, here we go. From uh, least to most wealthy. Melissa Etheridge is wow. the least wealthy. I wasn't <laughs> even close. $25 million. Oh, oh, but I, I, I wanted it to be true. What oh, she's, she's, she's going down to the soup kitchen. Twenty five mil. She, oh, okay. $25 million. Noel Gallagher comes in second. His net worth $60 million. He's he's my Wonderwall. Which leaves, of course, basketball star Carmelo Anthony. Yes, I didn't want that to be true. He's got the same shooting percentage as I do, but go on. Net worth $125 million. If you have a ball and need it hogged to hire him, please. (laughs) How many lesbians can he pack into an arena, though? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) practically none. Boo! There you go. (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go. At mark. I am now facing the fight of my life against the ultimate Goliath. There you go. Oh, poor Michael Avenatti. Up oh, against Oh, my God. He's, he's the underdog. Root <laughs> for him. What are other headlines? He's a good man. It's Marsh- just that evil Trump has beset him. Headlines, Marshall Phillips. Trump, Biden, war of words not letting up. You got your Chinese tech giant Huawei suing, charging the U.S. is out to destroy their business. And a Game of Thrones, major stars just checked into rehab, broke down during the... It's a the wellness center, Marshall.
3: It's broke a wellness down center.
0: during the finale. It's the oh, dragon. Wow. was addicted to flies. <laughs> <eating> <laughs> flies all day long. How does a male bag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. you have a little, uh, little humor, a little insight for you. Trump and so Biden like exchanging one. barbs. Is that going to be what it is for 552 days? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, and probably none of the barbs dislodging a single vote. <laughs> right. But but often entertaining. Right. You got a couple of old guys squabbling. That's not a terrible thing. Yeah, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show. More
0: on the UFOs, including why is this not a bigger deal to most people? This seems like a big deal. I, I, yeah, I want to talk about that. So more on that later. I think, yeah, the, the discussion of why it's not a big deal is one discussion. The discussion of why it is a big deal is another one. They're both really interesting. Right. We are beset by beings whose intentions we cannot discern. And it will end, well, it will end in a way that will never be forgotten. Well, and we're apparently we're on set, uh, beset by a, a state of ennui in which when the beings show up, we kind of go, "Yeah, Well, that's kind of interesting. Are, they, are, are <laughs> they beings? What beings are they? Uh, that's the question. And you'd think people would be curious to know the answer of it. but uh, Mailbag. we Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Douglas Adams, English author. Humorist, satirist, dramatist, wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Clever book. Enjoyable. It is a well-known fact that those people who want to rule people are ipso facto those least suited to do it. Anyone who is capable of getting themselves made president should be on no account be allowed to do the job. <laughs> An author. Op- uh, stated sentiment and one with a great deal of truth. Yeah, to there's a, there's definitely a certain amount of truth to that. The sort of person that could play the game to become your senator, governor, president, whatever. Oof. Well, I, my my softer version of that would be that is often true, almost always true. Don't idolize politicians. Don't trust them. Scrutinize them, all of them. Nice note here from Stefan. Stefan, it is with great pleasure that I report reception of your station uh, in, let's see, in Sweden. Stefan is 57 years old, married with two children, lives in the middle part of Sweden in a little village called Kangardarna Dura. Wears wooden shoes and drinks hot chocolate. That's that's the Netherlands. (laughs) It's all the same, isn't it? My hobbies, besides no. DXing, and I, I'm assuming DXing is like looking for, r- trying to receive radio stations from far away? Or is DXing something terrible that I'm, I keep saying it on the air? All the kids know I'm talking about an unspeakable act. Uh, he, he likes sports. Um, soccer and badminton the most. We could hang out.
3: I love no, you, them both. Uh, you nailed it. It's the hobby of receiving and identifying distant radio and or
0: television signals. Oof. Yes, excellent. So uh, shout out to Central Sweden. Rockin' Central Sweden. Uh, nice to hear from you, Stefan. I will. I, you know what? I will write back to Stefan and, and give him our, our best wishes. Seems like a nice feller. Not asking for anything. Just, um, he said, be, uh, happy if we would confirm something or other? Yeah, okay. Yeah, happy to. Thanks, brother. Candidate Deadpool error. Oh, boy. We've got our little pool. It's actually the, uh, the campaign death pool. Where we each pick three candidates, and whoever has all three of their candidates out of the race first is the winner. And there's the some stakes or stakes. There's some new rules on qualifying for the debates that right. might have play into this. Yeah, but one of my picks, in fact, my first pick out of the gate was Jay Inslee, governor of Washington State, because he's got no support, and I figured he might be under some pressure to start governoring again. Um, but this note from uh, Dave the Teacher, Love your campaign, Deadpool, but as a resident of the great state of Washington, I feel compelled to correct Joe's reasoning. Jay Inslee, uh, the governorship has always been a part-time effort for Sleepy Jay, (laughs) so he really has little work to return to. Sleepy Jay. Sleepy Jay. (laughs) Sleepy Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Let's see. If you got it, you got it. If you didn't, I apologize. Bill writes, uh, just heard a retired cop friend refer to the huge homeless problem in California as the new gold rush, the bum rush. Sounded like a great A&G saying, the bum rush. I, I prefer the West Coast bomb explosion, but thank you for the suggestion. Mike uh, says, if God wants to make me happy, someone will start a build that wall chant at Warriors home games. Oh. As they entertain the foreigners, the Canadians. I want the something. Toronto Raptors. I want something unpleasant. Not like violent or anything like Certainly that. And not. not hateful. Just That you know, would be funny. Though. Not quite politically correct. Build the wall, make Canada pay for it. NBA doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> I right. want something like that. It seems like bigotry, but it's really so silly nobody right. could possibly right. take That's, it as I that. I want something like that. That would be funny. <laughs> build that wall. Should we be offended on behalf of the Mounties? or Right. <laughs> Chris writes, Joe, I'm not sure if you're leaning this way, but I call bull spit on that hot chick that went missing in Maui for two weeks last week. Mm. What say you? Yeah, I, that wow. seems weird. The whole thing seemed weird from the beginning to me. I didn't take the time to dig into it, it's just, but it seemed weird. Calling bull S on big news stories is kind of my hobby. So we'll look into that, Chris. More to come. Marshall's News next and a lot of good stuff on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>
0: What the number one book is in the USA Today top-selling books list? Oh it's boy. Unfreedom of the Press by Mark Levin. We oh. really should get Mark on to talk about that book because I've seen him on book TV talking about, it and it's uh, it's good stuff. Where we are with the media. Smart guy, no doubt. Speaking of which, there's a new Michael Wolf book out. Oh. In which its most draw-dropping, jaw-dropping claim has all been ref already been refuted by Mueller's office who came out and said that that doesn't exist or has it it's just a load of crap and so much of the media reporting on the book as they did the last time he wrote a book as if uh, there we go here we go woodward and bernstein This is the Fire and Fury guy, right? Yeah, the Fire and Fury guy who had wrote a book that was just full of crap before, but the rest of the media takes it seriously. Sure. Or at least repeats it. Well, their viewers want to hear what uh, this guy claims, because it reinforces their worldview. Let's get the news. These so-called news these days. Does Mr. Levin address that? I don't know. In his new tome, perhaps he should. Marshall Phillips. On another front, President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden are trading barbs as if it's a two-man race already for president. Biden's 2020 presidential campaign firing back at President Trump's agreement while in Japan with North Korea's insult of Biden. Trump saying Kim Jong-un made a statement that Joe Biden is a low IQ individual. He probably is based on his record. Uh, I think I agree with him on that. (laughs) Biden's deputy campaign manager saying the president's comments are beneath the dignity of the office to be on foreign soil on Memorial Day and decide repeatedly with a murderous dictator against a fellow American and former vice president speaks for itself. Then you run the tape of Biden criticizing Trump on foreign soil. And then where are you? Mm, In terms of this conversation He wasn't the sitting president I'll grant uh, Trump detractors that By the way, we have breaking news that could be a pretty big deal Mueller is going to speak On the Russian probe at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific Today? Today In what format? I don't know Hearing? I don't know is he gonna come out to a microphone? Is that the way we're picturing we this? Gonna hold a press conference like Comey? Yeah, Hillary committed all sorts of crimes. I tell you what, but I'm not gonna indict. This anyway, is thanks relatively <laughs> extraordinary, <laughs> and, and nobody saw this coming. I M- did. You you saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so M- M- Mueller, who has been silent through this whole thing, right? Aside from a couple of statements from his office, is gonna come out and talk. Yes, to who? Us? About what? Everything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is fabulous! Wow, in in uh, only uh, moments, it's quite a few moments, but. Eleven Eastern 8 uh, West Coast that's right math isn't it 8 on the west coast sure it's yes. close uh, we'll have <laughs> <a little laughs> <definite error. laughs> yeah, we'll that's fine we'll have it for you Oh, heck no yeah. doubt this okay. could be huge with with our biting commentary is there any chance this is related to the the Michael Wolf book because Michael Wolf's book the the big headline right? is some Some piece of paper in the Mueller probe that said something about. I'm not. I don't even care. Staffers prepared a three-point indictment. I didn't want to repeat it just because it's crap. It's an indictment. So the Mueller office put out a statement (laughs) yesterday saying that that's that does not exist and never did. It's just a made-up lie. Yes, which I or so they claim, covering up for Putin. So is Mueller coming out today to cover for Putin? But to straighten that out, I doubt it. I mean, the old, uh, the Wolfman does not have a, a great deal of credibility anyway. So He does I on mean, MSNBC and CNN. Oh, for God's sake. Um, w- w- what, is, what does that mean, really? <laughs> the Wolfman. Uh, if Mueller were to, to come out and, and speak just because of that, that would strike me as Winston Churchill stopping to chuck a rock at every dog that parks. Hmm. I mean, well, Mueller can't be doing that. Plot twist.
3: He's just really misreading the room and picking the worst possible time to announce the launch of his new fashion-forward
0: fanny pack. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I call it the Mueller pack. (laughs) Back to you, Marshall. Well, just before we went to to that breaking news, we were talking about Joe Biden. Got this note from the invaluable Jeff. Jeff, who uh, has a great eye for... For stories and sends along quite a few. We ought to be paying him uh, at least as much as uh, certain, you know, people who work here. Wow, anyway, Gino. I just, I just, oh, I'm, just, I'm thinking, I'm thinking out loud. Oh, oh, I'm oh, just thinking out, the... out loud. He, he wow. furnishes like a third of the stuff. Anyway, you we're looking at me. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was out of bounds. No, I was looking down so that everybody would think I was talking about them because that's my, uh, my passive aggressive. Viciousness cloaked in, you know, vagueness. Uh, anyway, much more importantly. That's when, I, when you're not doing the just big sigh, and then when somebody says, what's wrong, you just say nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. That's I, I actually invented that one. <laughs> <laughs> now listen to this, Jeff's note. Uh, two tweets from Washington Post national political reporter Felicia Sonmez. So this is a WAPO gal. In a somewhat odd moment at tonight's town hall, uh, Biden tells a 10-year-old girl, I'll bet you're as bright as you are, good-looking. He takes her over to the assembled reporters and stands behind her and puts his hands on her shoulders while he's talking. Two, recall that Biden filmed a video last month in which he vowed to respect women's personal space. Seems he hasn't quite gotten the message. So he's gone back to handling and hair sniffing. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Keep your eye out for it, folks. Oh my God! I tell you, you can, he can pull back for a day or two, but he's going back to to fondling and sniffing, sure as can be, huh? All right, in an entirely different matter, I'll jump down to my end story because the Game of Thrones star Kit Harrington is. Oh, we have plenty of time, but oh. All right. what, what, what clock are you looking at? we got plenty of time. All right, we'll go back to Huawei then. All right, then. Chinese tech giant Huawei's filed a motion in U.S. court to challenge a ban on U.S. government agencies and contractors from using Huawei's equipment. Earlier this month, the U.S. Commerce Department placed Huawei on its entity list, effectively cutting the company off from U.S. suppliers like Google. It's not amazing that the United States has cut off Huawei. Mm-hmm. What's amazing is that so many of our European allies are going to allow Huawei yep. to put in their 5G systems. What are they doing? I know, it's amazing. What are you it? doing, Europe? The, you're, you're saying, hey, China, you can just listen to our entire country's communications. Oh, no, we are an independent uh, company. We would never share information with the Chinese government, says Huawei, which is just hilarious. Wow, I'm it's, astounded by this. It's good technology this. and it's cheap. Huawei's chief legal officer says uh, Washington is using national security as a pretext to put the company out of business. The U.S. government has provided no
3: evidence to show that Huawei is a
0: security threat. You're in bed with the communist government, so we think, yes, you may share secrets with them, perhaps on the pillow. Game of Thrones star Kit Harrington is in rehab for stress and alcohol the use. The wellness
3: center, Marshall.
0: The actor checking into a treatment center in Connecticut last month. Well, of course he's game of stressed. He thought he was going to be king, then he ends up banished. Spoiler alert. That's uh, <laughs> <it's> stressful. He, <laughs> he has reportedly had a hard time dealing with the ending of the show and having to kill his lover. Is he? He is undergoing treatment to help him deal with negative emotions. Well, uh, yeah, or he's just a drunk. Yeah, he was just know. an alcoholic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he just
3: got done with a really... Shame.
0: Shame. Shame, Shame. John Snow. Shame. I really, really like the story I read in the New York Post yeah. about him where he uh, he was hammered drunk in a pool hall and fallen down and they had to hold him up and they sent him out, but everybody said he was very nice. He came back uh, later and gave a very large tip and they said he'd be welcome back anytime. Right. He was too drunk to stand, but he was uh, he was nice and polite to everyone. Well, he's a drunk. <laughs> There you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. There are a lot of characteristics people can have. And being a drunk is far down on the list of ones I'm going to condemn. <laughs> I mean, I uh, certain people I worry about, but... Wow. Um, uh, the whole the plot twists have him depressed? He no, is an actor, no, then. No, I mean, no, there no, are plenty no. of actors who are good because they're crazy. Um, this Mueller breaking news could be huge. I am. I can't believe it. I'm just trying to process it. This could be huge. Yep. Mueller I mean, to speak on Russian. Do we have any more details than that at this point? Children's oh,
3: books. He's launching a line of children's books.
0: Uh, U.S. Justice Department says but Mueller's book is small enough to be <laughs> placed in his fanny pack. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's a synergy. They're right. They, right. Yeah. Fanny books. He calls them. right. <laughs> U.S. Justice Department says Mueller's statement will be on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. This will be a statement only, no question and answer period to follow. Wow, the old man is going to come down like Moses of old, <laughs> tablet in each hand, lay down the law and say, I'm out. That's exciting. That's exciting. But That's the, right, Mr. But President. the only reason he would come to a microphone, it's either got to be something brand new brand new, or he feels like what he did do is being misinterpreted or something. Yes, I suspect rather strongly that it will be laying down the law on how to interpret what they issued. Some of the verbiage was a little mysterious um, about, for instance, the obstruction of justice stuff why they didn't offer up an indictment or just not offer an indictment and shut up, which is what prosecutors are supposed to do. They're not supposed to say, I tell you what, Joe Getty was seen by the bank. We know he's greedy. He owns a gun. He's about the same size as the guy in a mask, but we don't really have any proof, so we're not charging him. That's not the way indictments work or non-indictments. It's going to be huge. So I have a feeling it is going to be a fairly brief, an authoritative uh, uh, reinterpretation slash explanation. Wow. And we'll have it in an hour and 15 minutes on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: There is some could-be-very-significant breaking news in that Robert Mueller, who has not spoken... At all. He's not gone to a microphone. He's not given an interview. He unleashed one very brief memo clarifying one point. And that came from his office. Right. But the old man himself. He is going to come forward to a microphone in about an hour. And say well, something. Well, we don't have it verified. It'll be microphone, Jack. It could be a megaphone. He might be merely, merely be shouting from a balcony as if he's a Benito Mussolini. It's difficult to say. But the reporting is that he's going to speak about the 2016 Russia probe. Mm-hmm. What the heck? He is not known as the sort of guy who would be bursting to let everybody know what he thinks. Um, he's, he's not a, a cheerleader. He's not a high school cheerleader type. He's a, a dignified man. I, I just think he wants his version of the conclusions out there. You know what I would like to have happen? This is what I hope is going to happen. Huh. I hope Robert Mueller is going to come out and say, I feel like we've lost track of what this is all about and what the real threat to America is, and that is Russia at the, at the highest level messed around with our election process and they're going to do it again. Right. I'm hoping that's what the emphasis is on. How about all you swamp creatures rise above politics for five minutes and address national security? Huh? Could be. If he sees the the <laughs> level to which Russia infiltrated our election system horrified me and I do not feel like, there's much conversation about that. Mm-hmm. I would love it if that's what happened. He might speak to the whole obstruction of justice thing. And I would love to hear that, just as a guy with an interest in the law, because it's pretty clear that his team was divided. There were some incidents, uh, depending on who you ask, that could conceivably have been obstruction of justice. Or I read an article by a uh, George Mason uh, law school professor, who I think fairly highly of who said, yeah, clearly there are several that were definitely obstruction of justice. But then you get to the the question of indicting a sitting president, which is a highly controversial topic in legal circles because the danger is, you've already got the impeachment process. If you think the guy's a bum or a crook, really, for any reason, Congress slash the Senate can boot him out. If you allow indictments of sitting presidents, every opponent, for From now until the end of time, we'll search for some jurisdiction in America that's willing to charge the guy with something or other. And then you haul him into court and the rest of it, and you could bedevil a president, is every step, his entire administration. And that's that's the con side to, yeah, nobody's above the law. Well, theoretically, the president, president isn't because of the impeachment process. So, you know, if he was going to speak to those questions, that would be really interesting. But I have no idea. What if he comes out and says, I have met with the hookers who urinated on the mattress? Right. Right. Or maybe he says... That would be stunning. (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. These are highly political times. These are partisan times. There's an election going on, and... I'm offering myself as a candidate for the presidency. This is my <laughs> official launch. I want to get America off. You're backing on your side or the government or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Wording exactly, but. Exactly. I'm here for the people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to Something the about swamp. the middle class. So here we have, ladies and gentlemen, an example of an angry meteorologist. This is what <laughs> happened. First of all. Yeah, in my neck of the woods, there was zero chance of rain, and it rained off and on all weekend long. Meteorologists are liars <sighs> through and through. Keep that in mind throughout your life. Slight chance of rain. I got pounded all afternoon on the golf course. Just, true. Terrible. Joseph Stalin had one legitimate job in his lifetime before he became an evil dictator. He was briefly a meteorologist. Wow. That is Think a about true it. fact. Think about it. Yeah. They cannot be trusted at all. But anyway, here you have a meteorologist. Uh, in the Midwest where they got some really terrible weather and, and people are dying and getting hurt and losing their livelihoods and that sort of thing, and it's pretty rough. And he, uh, he was getting beset with complaints that they were interrupting The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I believe The Bachelorette is Does, what is currently It doesn't matter around. a lot which one it is, but uh, that's what was happening. <laughs> so this is the evening in the Midwest. There you go. Oh, boy. Heavy rain is between you and the tornado. I was just taking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? It's nice, right? Think about this. This was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe and that is what we're gonna do some of you complain that this is all about my ego stop okay just stop right now it's not I'm I'm done with you people I really am this is pathetic sit dangerous situation here all right I'm sorry I did that I'm just it just really bothers me that we have people that don't care about other people's safety around here that's just ridiculous Oh, boy. I tell you what, you dude. You can't get hooked by social media like that. It's, no, it's a no. person or maybe four people, but you just got to ignore them. Yeah, yeah. You, the, you who said it was about my ego. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> At Bachelorette Fan 420, it is not about my ego. How dare you?
3: <laughs> real.
0: I can see that. The guy's trying to warn people to run... <laughs> their lives hey idiot put the bachelorette back on (laughs) wow you're just doing this for your ego and i'm missing the bachelorette you know i'd like to have a word with that young man sir if you're gonna unload on your viewers you've got to go after their intelligence for watching the bachelorette please (laughs) look at batch fan 69 people are losing their livelihoods here yeah no kidding. Now, listen, if you're watching it ironically because these people are stupid, all right, I'm with you there. But if you think this is actually love, you're so freaking stupid, you wouldn't know how to get out of the way of a tornado. You deserve to die. You deserve to be swept up in a flood of clouds and thrown a flung of the hundred miles. I hate you. Now, that would be a rant. If you think this is actually love. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, uh, that's funny. You know, speaking of complaints, a couple uh, here, uh, complaints about our show. Here's uh, from first initial C. Too bad your buddy Ian Bremmer has lost his credibility. What other fake news is he spewed on your show? Oh, that's uh, Ian Bremmer. Inexplicably, <laughs> he issued a fake quote from Trump a couple of days ago. It said essentially, uh, "Joe uh, uh, Trump on Biden, Kim Jong Un would make a better candidate than Joe Biden." That's it's roughly what he said. He, he intended it as parody, as a joke. Um, it it. it it wasn't clearly It wasn't well crafted Now he if you follow his feed He does a lot of stuff like that yeah, but in this particular instance, it wasn't uh, obvious enough that he was making a joke,
3: kind of rephrasing a headline from the news in
0: right. a, in an unfavorable way to make a comedic point, sort of thing. Oh yeah, he was yeah. trying to be r- silly. Yeah, I mean that's the long and short of it. And a lot of big time Trump fans think that he was trying to impugn the president and, s- and spread fake news, and they're angry that we talked to it. Ian. Listen, I will be, um, I will be charitable for once mm-hmm. in my life. Old Charitable Joe, they call me. Uh, Are you pulling the meteorologist act here? Uh, no. No, in fact, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, Ian Ian makes jokes all the time, political jokes. He's actually a really funny guy. That one was poorly crafted. It was too close to the original, and it was not clearly, there was no wink at the audience. It was just dumb. And he immediately said, you know what? It was a joke, but it was dumb. Sorry. So just relax. We'll be fine. And, that, and that's the end of that. Bad um, joke. Bad for lost credibility. <laughs> yeah. So Mueller is going to speak. I, I'm I'm really, my jaw is open over this. <sighs> I, I can't wait. What in the world is he going to say? An hour away, we'll have it for you. Does it make things
1: better or worse? Oh, boy. Doesn't, doesn't that-
0: everything make everything worse?
2: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
1: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice.
0: slash compatibility.